Welcome to U.S. Comics Cast, your HQ for everything comic book related. Two topics, 60 minutes for the people. I'm Charlie Rivera, the COO and co-founder of U.S. Comics. And I am John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder, other co-founder of U.S. Comics. Before I delve into my topic, and I know time is of a premium, I just have to say that at first, I thought you said you ass comics uh and i wasn't really sure that's our how subsidiary to approach that. and it like, is damn was sexy he, was he talking to me specifically has he done some form of rebranding that i wasn't aware of because i got to admit it calls to me i think it <laughs> i think it may really speak to the people you ass comics could be the segment of what i'm mad at <laughs> another comic book creator that's true like it you ass it depends it's completely the delivery like if you come at them like little jimmy norton they know they're, <laughs> they're gonna get hit across the chops with an uppercut um but if you ask like if you've got a barry white lando calrissian vibe going on they might think hmm i'm about to get it wet this this is great yeah sure this is worth a couple of bucks yeah. anyways welcome not to us uh, <laughs> bring your not dirty ass bury, over for a good time not to, I'll bury you, you sort of, not to bury the lead, but um, that does lead me into my topic, and I, <laughs> I realized, <laughs> yeah, my segue oh, is boy. ass, ass in comic books, no, I'm just kidding, um, it does lead me into my topic, and I realize that we're a little bit behind the eight ball, uh, considering the holiday, uh, us being kind of sandwiched between the holidays right now and everything that's going on and everyone's personal lives. Uh, I do realize we're just a tad bit late, but I do want to talk about the most recent installment in the Star Wars universe that Woo! is none other than Rise of Skywalker. Um, and I... I, <laughs> I, I, I not Star Wars, but um, I, I don't want to delve into certain um, covered ground, so to speak. I can't believe uh, because... it turned out Leia was a Wookiee <laughs> this whole time. I mean, I kind of had my suspicions because the bikini was situated in such a way that you never really got. It wasn't the fur bikini, so like I knew, <laughs> I I didn't think she was she she had any baka in her, so to speak. Um, oh, I I would have given her uh, some baka back in the day. <laughs> Baby, Listen, you, you, you lose a space chest, you got to pay for it, son. So, uh, anywho. We're starting um, I, off 2020. Poorly. Yeah, no, I, yeah <laughs> I'm getting these three minutes back. I swear to God. So, <laughs> I, I again, I don't want to cover, I don't want to re-enter covered grounds. In other words, I don't want to give my, uh, my review. I don't want to spew out my unintelligent... Um, nobody really cares about opinion, opinion about this movie. Honestly, again, we've said it before. We, we say it, you know, consistently and we'll, we'll still say it into 2020. That, that's my, uh, that's my, uh, uh prediction. Your bold prediction. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to happen. But, um, look again, art is subjective. Um, there really is nothing there. There's no good or bad. It's all, all subjective. And I do realize that. Um, a lot of the, I mean, again, you you have uh, like Kevin Smith did a beautifully, uh, and I, I mean it was this with all due respect, it was a beautifully rambling um, uh, recitation 
of the events of the movie. It was almost as if you didn't have to see the movie if you just wanted to listen to Kev talk about it, you know, for, for about half the, no, just about a third poetic. the length. Yeah, he does. He, he, he definitely did. Um, and again, there are reviewers, uh, and I use that term very loosely, are, are less than a dime a dozen. They're probably like three, no, yeah, like a nickel dozen, let's say. Um, so you, if you want to go and get other, uh, reviews to either decide if you want to see it or not, or B, decide if your own personal opinion was valid or not, or maybe to get a couple of sound bites that you can repeat when you're in conversation with your little, you know, nugget of friends and make it seem like you're deeping, uh, deeping, you're thinking deeper thoughts than you actually are. Be my guest. You have no, there is no dearth of reviews out there. No, no, no. What I would rather do, not, not, nay, not rather, I feel the obligation to do, not as a, uh, uh, you know, minimally a Star Wars fan, no, not, not as a fan of sci-fi, you know, genre, no, not as a fan of movies per se, but as a human being, I feel an human obligation to remind anyone and i mean anybody if you're listening if you're within the sound of my voice if you need me to sit you down and have this conversation with you personally i'll do it but this is for group consumption um i just feel the need to remind anyone who didn't have glowing things to say about their enjoyment <laughs> of the rise of skywalker i just have to remind you of how bad the prequels were oh my good lord baby jesus in his crib (laughs) baby jesus and baby yoda combined in one loving uh you know shipping ultimate uh you know ultimate thing I, guys, and, and I realized, yeah, John, sure, did you just ramble on and on drunkenly for the last two, three minutes saying how there's no such thing as good or bad <laughs> in art? Yes, yeah, that's what I said, but I'm going to put an asterisk on it like Barry Bonds Records and say, except, I'm going to say, except for the prequel trilogy. Guys, again, Oof. you know, and, and, and Charlie, you can jump in whenever... Uh, to I say just, to salvage gonna, how much, however much of my reputation as you can from the fires of judgment, but I'm only gonna guys, make things worse. <laughs> all I all I can say is this: they're they're kind of casting my mind back to when the prequels rolled out. Oh, I remember. There were really. I remember. Oh, it was like yesterday. Vividly. I mean, you couldn't buy out. a bag of Doritos or a can of Coke or a carton of ice cream, or a pencil, or a tampon, or, I mean, I, everything Those had Star Wars looking branding. Bro. Oh, my God. Well, there were lightsabers, but they, those weren't for... Uh, those weren't for stopping. You know what? Let's just move on. Anyways, <laughs> I was going to make a terrible it was... Sith red joke <laughs> that I'm not going to do. Yeah, no, I appreciate it's it. I mean, and I'm a saying, saying, like, what you weren't going to do, but then elected not to do it, just mentioning it... you. You may as well have said it. Honestly, at this point, it's out there. Hey, man, you're um, not wrong. But, <laughs> but, but, but again, I just want to remind everyone, because again, that that crowd, those ticket buyers 
fell into one or two categories. A. Star Wars fans who have been ride or die since, um, since you know, uh, you know, four, five, and six, or those that, for one reason or another, for the period of time from Return of the Jedi to The Phantom Menace, took it upon themselves actively to not watch a Star Wars movie, ergo were not Star Wars fan. And I'm going to include kids who didn't have a choice in the matter one way or another. They watched what was put on TV for them, blah, blah, blah. They were too young. Fine. But you were only in one or two of those camps. Now, if you were in, in the former and you you were a Star Wars fan, you were crying bitter bitter tears after each one of those movies individually and i'm sure collectively when you when you had to feel you know you felt obligated to sit down and watch them you know in succession as technology would allow you guys do you not remember how terrible it was and they- through the through the the magic of disney plus i was just um i'll say privy but i but i really mean assaulted just viciously and without any kind of remorse with those three movies boy oh boy am i sore see here's here's the big problem not not to not to bury the lead on on you realizing how awful that prequel trilogy is people loved that movie when it came out no no what do you mean you, no john no i no. vividly you, remember you are throwing the defense i want I want names. Of those, I want I will, ranks. I will and I want current locations because I am going to go to them individually you, and insist that they say that shit to my face. You and I, I will call them a bold face liar. You and I saw episode one together. I remember like it was yesterday. We saw hmm. it in a, mo- a movie theater in Stony Brook, New York. <laughs> there were people who had projected. The, the original trilogy on their, like, pickup truck. They had, like, a screen right, right, right. and a projector. Yes. There was people with lightsabers. There was applause when we saw the scroll. There was applause when we were done. I vividly remember you and I being dumbfounded, and I remember the conversation <laughs> along the lines of, well, like, well, wasn't that bad? Oh, it wasn't, stop it. It wasn't good. But, like... They made some... Darth Maul looked cool. I remember the victimizing that we took and Mm. the begging for reality to bend (laughs) to our will. I remember that. It wasn't until... (laughs) All right? And again, I'll let you make all the points you want, but just to, to package this, I think correctly, historically, there was this reviewer, like an online personality called Spoonie had a show called the Spoonie experiment. Yeah, let's okay, well now we're giving him right? free press, but okay, he, well, moving he's on. Long since retired. But he was one of the few reviewers who came out gave a scathing review on how bad episode 1 was, and he was chased down the street like Frankenstein's monster cuz people uh, weren't hearing it. It wasn't I, I until don't... the wild failure of episode 1 3D. They convert. They were so confident 
in the prequel trilogy, Lucas said, I could make more money. Let's do a 3D conversion of episode one. Did so badly. There well, was never well, look, a 3D here, two and three. Here, I, I hear what you're saying, but but that's that's really not my point. I mean, I, I understand that. Terrible. You know, look, if you're if you are lost in the desert, your plane flat fell out of the sky <laughs> and took your supplies with you, like if it was a legitimate real life Fortnite situation, you're in deep trouble. I get it. And then if you've been struggling and um if if the 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 course Fine, irritating sand is bothering you. Anyone who knows the prequels knows it's what that just is. So coarse. Um, ugh, God. And it gets if, everywhere. if you are in that situation <laughs> and anything comes across your path, if uh, uh, if you're starving and 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 you haven't ingested water in in far too long, and and the most disgusting, terrible slug comes across your path, you will. Suck it down, and you know what? You will probably have the kind of reaction, Charlie, that, well, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I get it. People were starving, starving (laughs) for new Star Wars content. I totally understand that. But my point is this. The audacity, the, the, uh, the unbelievable goal of anyone to sit back and have a legitimate gripe about these recent movies the the disney era let's go ahead and and say just collectively of any anything remotely negative is so insulting to my sensibilities it it really makes me mad it's again i'm not saying you're not you're not i'm not saying you're not allowed to not like what you don't like i'm not saying that um you have to like what i like but I am saying that you need to at least give me the respect that I am due and have a caveat that says, but it was still better than the prequels. Because the prequels, I'm so, so sorry. Uh, um, look, <laughs> Yusa should listen to me. Okie day. Those prequels stunk on ice. They're episode one and two are almost unwatchable messes. Almost They're unwatchable. Ugly. The, the That's I'll, like I'll saying give them this. a cactus is almost undrinkable. It's it's visually awful. It's a CGI oh, the, mess. The CGI um, is so bad. I mean, I think legitimately terrible. my phone I could make a better Star Wars movie. Than than any of these three. I just it's the perfect it's the perfect example. Now again, you know you're allowed to not like the Disney era of Star Wars. I would argue with you though that the best pre Disney Star Wars thing is Empire, right? I think that's no, why I mean I don't think that there's the number one. Anyone who wants to have that argument, so to speak. Um, is going to lose before a jury of their peers. Because, I mean, look, if you believe that, then you believe that. Uh, if you believe something different, then that's what you believe. I mean, I don't think ev- any argument has been had in the history of, of, of humans where the other person is like, hey, you know what, you're right, and changes their opinion. That's true. I, I, I've never seen it. I've never heard of it. I don't think it's real. All I'm saying, though, is as great as Empire is, 
the Mandalorian isn't light years worse. So right away, I think everyone's the Disney era is garbage already has two asterisks. Better than the prequels, Mm. right? Some people really love episode three, although I don't think they remember how off balance some of it is. The the joke you know what fight I have to say about between that? Yoda and the Emperor. No, <laughs> they, it, it's a, episode three is a movie with one great fight in it, and it is a yeah, great but that's fight. That's not that's not a movie. Like, agree? You can't say episode to me eight has a great fight. I was gonna say you. Uh, you know, um, you know, I mean that that goes without saying. But you know, that's like me saying, well, the the fight uh, between Darth Maul, uh, Qui Gon, and Obi Wan is is the movie. You're like, well, yeah, but that's like, is that Two minutes? three minutes? What are you talking? What are you talking about? So, so no, I, I don't Poor think that Darth anyone Maul can has say three lines. Yeah, and well, one of them is I like, mean, sure, my master, whatever. They gave him. They were like, we'll give you a line per foot of your height. So he got, you know, he got three lines. They're like three and a quarter, give or take. I, I um, cannot believe the vitriol being thrown at it because that's like the cool new thing. And that drives me up a friggin' wall. That suddenly lanking stuff is lame. Now the only uh, well, street credit you can get is for huh. tearing apart a once or partially beloved thing. I get it. You don't like a girl lead in Ray. That's fucking fine. Yeah, but but, but you know you what? Keep no, going? Those people are not going to just come out and say something like that. And and you like, mean like look, too Charlie, many you brown know, we, people in Rogue One? Because I'm uh, I, I, positive uh, that's the Charlie. Reason. We. We've had the these these conversations independently and and maybe even floated with them on the air. But again, please don't don't pull the landspeeder out of our sand, uh, you know, the track that we're on. We are talking, Charlie, about how F. Murray Abraham bad the fucking prequels were. Guys, they were so bad. I alluded to the ridiculous to the Shakespeare rolling over in his grave upside down and doing a twirl lines like um it's coarse and rough and irritating it gets everywhere mannequin line i'm talking about qui-gon talking about qui-gon going on and on about medichlorins where a number one point one point one is the fact that that shit makes no fucking sense in three full movies you have never heard anything along those lines special blood and now he's going on and on i mean there is a reason why people fucking fail um you know sixth grade science and it has everything to do with checking out this nonsense that he was spewing felt like a sixth grade science class it was fucking terrible it was terrible and then can i just say look um and 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 i'm gonna break my own rule and and i am gonna pull us back into the to the most recent movie um people have been going on oh so now there's new powers blah 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 first of all i you know this is first of all i said that eight times first of all for the eighth time um if you really want to talk about new introduced jedi powers that you hadn't uh, been aware of before 
I'm going to go ahead and retort, uh, well, maybe um, the, the inability to have any fucking game when you're kicking it to a quote-unquote angel on earth has to go to, to my man Mannequin because his game is so bad that it must be like a fucking Sith power because making people cringe <laughs> has to be an evil Jedi power. It has to be. His get the game that he was kicking to Padme in this era of Me Too and not on my watch and uh, no more, I'm so no more, evil, Anakin. You should marry me. What? Holy good gracious. Oh, you killed everyone, the women and the children? Let's do it. There are so it turns many out Padme's terrible. a real gross bitch. Oh, she's, oh, she she's is. like, oh, tell me in vivid detail. Oh, tell me about man. the screaming she, children. She's like, no, you wait, do it while killer. I'm on the toilet. What is wrong with you? What is wrong what with about, you? Dude, what about how crazy racist that first movie is? Charlie. Dude. It is how? the their how? entire galaxies apparently <laughs> of racist caricatures Dude, that George Lucas all, couldn't wait to introduce us. And to. it's and it's not even like look he you know he 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 filmed much if not all of the the uh, original trilogy in the UK but I, obviously I know he's from the states he didn't even take his stereotypes out of New York City like I mean granted he went outside a few boroughs but. He, he was so oddly specific in his racist tirade against aliens. It was like, it, I mean, if it wasn't so painful, it would have been laughable. Now, now again, I don't want to get away from the point. And, and again, Charlie makes an excellent point. I don't want to bury that. You know, fucking Jar Jar was in essence blackface and, you know, the... the uh, um, the the uh, the trade uh, you know trade federation which is as close to star trek as they i think were willing to go um fucking uh, uh fucking homeboy that was flying around in <laughs> flying around in the junkyards uh back uh, back on tatooine you know a lot of people were saying that like well is that supposed to be like a fucking you know a jewish uh, uh, attack like what the fuck ah, is that supposed to mean what do you mean um um, so I mean, bad. it's so there, fucked there was up. So, now, now, look, the funny thing is this. If you want to give a pass and say, well, collectively, it told a story. Yeah, sure, sure it did. But and you know what? I'm going to give credit where credit's due. Charlie, you yourself said this to me because we were exchanging texts um, uh, not too long ago. And, and you put it best. He he was at a point where he was just saying, this is Lucas I'm referring to. Well, you know what? Fuck you. I'm making a kid's movie right now. And you know what's funny? He did make a kid's movie. He made that goofy uh, animated thing. And honestly, this could have easily been an animated... Uh, you know, animated, it, you know, feature. I mean, granted, again, it was it was a trilogy, and um, you know, did it tell the like the quote unquote backstory? Well, yeah, I, if if you say so, because I know that these are wholly his creations, except for you know what he borrowed from about a dozen serials, <laughs> uh, very popular at the time, sci-fi sci-fi entities. But yeah, no, obviously they were his to do with as he saw fit. Um, I just completely disagreed with what uh, how he saw fit and and those movies 
um, you know, grant that I was a huge fan and my money was pre-spent on all of that content. Um, but he didn't really make them for me. He, he, he but really he also didn't. They were did, children movies. The one thing I want to say is despite him being with drunk, drunk with power and him using the excuse that he was making kids movies, he also very clearly wasn't. Because if he did make a cartoon for kids like the Ewok cartoon, uh, mm. I knew what the Ewok cartoon was. He wasn't trying to say, also, Charlie, come give me your money. He, he wasn't. <laughs> he was saying it's a cartoon. If adults want to watch it, they can watch it. But heads up, it's a cartoon. With the prequels, right. he wanted There's to sell. There's no getting away from that. He wanted to sell toys to kids, but he also wanted to give it this fucking bullshit layer of paint that said, nope, this is for adults too. Look, we're talking uh, about we're talking about trade negotiations. Cause that's uh, not for a fucking kid. That's uh, not that's not for a kid. Or any of those fucking blatantly bullshit racist things. I'm not <laughs> saying that George Lucas is a racist. I don't fucking know. No, he's just out of touch. Not just only out of but not only and is you he know out what's... of touch, John, those sort yeah. of fucking characters that are making fun of this group or that group those yeah. are the type of jokes that in actual kids movies like they reference godfather in the middle of like dogs three babysitting sure, sure. to make the parents go like ah, they know i'm an adult watching this piece of shit except right. that's the central plot of that first movie he threw on that slap of paint being like, nope, adult stuff, I promise. Then has little baby Anakin yelling literally on paper. They made that little stupid actor shout yippee. Y-I-P-E-E-E. Yippee. No, this is Star Wars, motherfucker. And 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 look, I mean, we we've all had um we've all had a friend. I'm gonna make presumptions here. We've all had a friend that has had one good idea, right? <laughs> I, and 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 I understand that I am you know trivializing much of this, but but you know bear with trivializing with me. It's it's for fun, it's for charity. Um, we've had that friend who's had one good idea, or you know what? Even better, you're in a you're in your car full of friends, and everyone's laughing, and everyone's laughing, and one friend puts out a real good one. Usually it's, you know, usually it's me. But somebody says something that kills, right? Kills the house of four people that are probably smoking in the car, in the parking lot, outside Applebee's. It's a killer. And you're laughing and your side is hurting. You're laughing so much. And you know what? And just when things start, like, you know, people start catching their breath, wiping their eyes a little bit, motherfucker tries to say one more thing (laughs) and it fucking lands like a triceratops <laughs> when the fucking meteorite hit and then and then then you get the inevitable oh like you fucking blew yeah, it you like you not only be, fucked you this up dumb you dumb. fucked up the oh. last joke now i that's feel exact, bad that i charlie enjoyed that's your last exactly shit. what i'm saying you can and many times people often do fuck up the last joke by the bullshit that they throw on there. Now, these movies are unique compared to the laughing high outside the parking lot at Applebee's scenario. Um, movies are unique in the sense that you have fair knowledge. You've got warning. 
that it's coming out. Remember that joke that you laughed about? They're going to try to say something else. So now what happens? I'm human. I have feelings and emotions. I dare I say have fears. Fears, boys and girls. So in a lot of ways, I was very fearful when I sat down in those cushy seats, not too far, but not too close, with my with my beautiful, loving brother, Charlie, um, who paid for the tickets and almost had to pay for the popcorn, but we came through <laughs> on that one. Um, I was legitimately fearful because while I personally, now look, this is not the conversation we're having, but personally, for the record, I very much liked... Um, uh, I very much, much liked, uh, whatchamacallit, the, the who's he, what's it, the, um, the first, uh, the, of the J.J. Abrams entries, and I very much Force did awakens. not like, thank you, and I did not like, um, fucking Last Jedi. Look, and, and we can have the conversation, and I've had the conversation with many people, and I'm happy to do so on a continuous basis until we're all dead and finally happy. Um, what I'm saying is that I was afraid because I knew that this was going to be the last entry specifically in the Skywalker saga. And it Allegedly. very much was. Nah, I, I believe it. I believe it. But I was truly fearful. And you know what? If I had done what I had done today, then I would not have <laughs> I would not have been fearful at all because no one has come even remotely close not uh not a not a fucking uh muskrat's pubic hair close to making a movie in the disney era that was anywhere near as shitty as the prequels were and i'm done that's time for me that is eight seconds left i'm just gonna let everyone sit on (laughs) the knowledge that that is fact sit on it that is fucking fact stamp it but with with time run off i hope you you're ready to keep that energy up Cause I'm, I'm also very frustrated. I, I, you know, I. Oh, uh, coming with the salt today. I'm not, I'm not like you. I, what? I don't, I don't stop myself from making most bad decisions. I just don't. Oh, that's fair. So when I see something, when I have the audacity to love something, I find myself curious about what other people think not to confirm or deny my enjoyment because i like you live in a world where what i like takes precedent Mm -hmm. i like something i can quantify why i have the ability to sit down and explain to you why i think something is great sure when i have those conversations i like you know that most people if they already have made up their mind, <clears throat> they're not going to change it. Shout out to our buddy Al. Al's wrong about most things. <laughs> I'm okay with that because he's uh, old as hell. Like, as old as you are, he's much older. What do you mean? Who's older between us? I forgot. It's definitely, uh, you mean you and Al? No, Al's older than no, you. No, don't no. worry. I'm no, no. wildly I'm... younger than both of you. No, no. I'm I, the I youngest mean, 34-year-old wildly, you've ever met. Wildly, I am the I, youngest this, 30. You will respect this me. Really this sounds, is my segment. You will this respect really me. This really sounds a lot like Charlie talking to Charlie's reflection. How? But, but please, go on. There you, Grandpa. So it your other easy. Grandpa <laughs> friend says dumb crap all the time. Wow. He doesn't You're like... You're coming up. 
I guarantee Al's going to be knocking on the door <laughs> in the next episode, but it's fine. It's, uh, go on with he, your rants because I'm happens, not stepping in. He happens to not like AEW. He's wrong. That's fine. What drives me nuts about Al is that I'll say, oh, but it's great because of X, Y, and Z, and he'll just make this sound. <laughs> he won't actually <laughs> have a debate. He'll just be like, nah, that's stupid. And I got hit in the face oh. by the in- Now, I love Al. He's like, Boy. he's my friend. I'll you never just... I'll never assault him Oof. or attack him other than verbally right now. <laughs> but I sit down to to bask in how great things are right now. I saw Star Wars. I loved it. I watched Watchmen. I love it. I got AEW. I love it. Right? We see these great trailers that we talked about on previous episodes. Top Gun. Ghostbusters, Bill and Ted 3 is coming out. My life is going swell. I sit down to Netflix and I say, oh, what's this? My boy Henry Cavill is is passionate about this project to bring boy, The Witcher to Whew. television or film. Lands on Netflix. Eight episodes. I sit down and I am blown away at how much I enjoy The Witcher. Now, to just give a quick context clue before I dive into it, I happen to uh, not love sword and sorcery stuff. Mm. I like sword and sorcery stuff if I'm it's saying, really Game good. Of Thrones had you had you buy the short and curlies? <laughs> what what did short uh, Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones, I really really dug. Uh, I love uh, Conan, the first one. Uh, of course. I love the idea of Conan. A lot of times, if you want me to like sword and sorcery, you have to come up. You have to come out with something I can latch onto early. Normally, it's a protagonist mm. or a villain that's badass. And if you watch the first episode okay. only of The Witcher, there's this fight scene at the end. It's top five for me of fight scenes. It's epic. It's glorious. It's gory. It's the tits. So I watch all eight <laughs> it just episodes. Hit, hits all the bases, which are ticks yeah. all the boxes. I I watch all eight episodes. I have a great time. This is a, a I don't real. I'm not much of a gamer, but I have tried Witcher three. Hmm. I've read the books, well, the, which is very there are no, rare for me. Uh, there are no breaks on the Witcher, so obviously you probably did very well. Yeah, actually the opposite, because you have to know, like, what spell to use when. Many a dragon whooped my ass in The Witcher. Uh, Fireball! Fireball! I was like, this should work. It's a fireball. (laughs) I'm yelling Hadouken at the top of my lungs. So much to my surprise, when I finished the series, I started looking at reviews, and reviewers hate it. Which, whatever, bro. Reviewers can think whatever they want. I mean, what is the fucking... Point. I just don't understand. I don't. I don't disagree. However, uh, some reviews weigh more to the public, not to me, but to the public. Mm. One review that's become really famous, though, was from fucking Entertainment Weekly. Right? Okay. Entertainment Weekly is a respectable publication, right? By all accounts. Sure. Yeah, I'd say so. so. The person who's reviewing uh, The Witcher gives it an F. So now I'm really taken aback because I'm like, As in fucking awesome? I'm like, yeah. 
I'm like an F. They're giving it the equivalent of a zero out of out of ten, right? Zero point zero. The uh, person reviewing it didn't even watch an episode. No, stop it. Just stop. I mean, honestly, just stop right fucking there. What kind of a nonsensical? Honestly, it that's like being in a sales job and coming back to the home base after a day and be like, well. I didn't. Uh, I didn't make any sales, boss. Oh, did you pitch anything? No, nope. I didn't get any pitches. What the fuck, you? What? Do you, well, how did this ass wipe justify justify that bullshit? Winds up calling in another like reviewer friend what? who also doesn't watch the entire series. Right. This first. Uh, the, the, these two critics tear apart the series in their article. The first critic said that he skipped ahead to the fifth episode. Ah, oh, come on. Stop it. Because, like, now, you only live are, once. These are, what was the, the, the publication? Entertainment fucking weekly. So, so now, 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 I'm sure that there's more of the story. So just put a pin in it really quickly. Yeah, please. Because otherwise I'll, I'll forget. Um, these are what anyone would, you know, categorize as professional critics. I mean, that's that's not like, you know, that that's not just, a, you know, your blog or, or just a, your your 10 minutes on, yeah, no, on Facebook they, or social like media. Accredited. So they, they get paychecks. That say the name of you know that say Entertainment Weekly, uh you know on the signature box and, um that's their fucking job, and and this is how they're coming to the table. I mean, look, I get it if you're just some schmuck that wants to hear themselves throw around you know thesaurus.com words, I, that I can kind of understand, and I do understand that there's a perverse. Uh, enjoyment that comes from shitting on people, like like raining on the parade, so to speak. Oh, people are enjoying this? Let me go ahead and point out 27 reasons why this is the worst thing to happen to humankind in ever. I, I get it. I don't personally agree with it, but I understand, you know, where that can come from. This is a professional, you're saying, so I'm so sorry. Please go on with the fucking nonsense. So... Again, these reviewers, uh, slight spoiler for Witcher. I can't recommend it more. But at this point, it's common knowledge. The show jumps around in the timeline. So events from episode one. Well, it has it has multiple timelines. Yeah. Which does require you to shock pay attention to the show. Yes, it is a show that asks you to pay attention to what's going on. But I would counter just immediately because I, I, I kind of I kind of picking up where, where at least this first uh, recrimination is going to come from. Um, you know what fucking other show had multiple timelines, how, what, but was, however, almost universally uh, lorded was fucking Westworld. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I am not comparing Westworld and The Witcher, they are. They couldn't, honestly, I don't think they could be more different from one another um, if they fucking tried. And and granted, the levels of certain uh, aspects of showmaking are galactically different between the two shows. 
But I consider and say that I'm a, a fan of Westworld. I absolutely love it. And I'm a fan of The Witcher. So um, it's not crazy to say what, uh, what we're talking about here. But multiple timelines, nobody was complaining. Please, Charles, go on. The, my, my, my point is this. There is, it is just a fact that reviews can affect box office. It's just how it works. Seldomly do good reviews overly help things like ratings or box office. But there is some statistical evidence that really poorly reviewed things don't attract side audiences. People, mm. Ghostbuster fans see Ghostbusters. Everyone else, some of them might read the reviews. So this asshole watched one episode out of context and gave the show an F. Now, luckily, Netflix is wildly successful. Right. Second season is announced. One of the heaviest stream things in its first couple weeks out. People are going crazy for, for my boy Henry, going crazy for the cast. A lot of uh, a lot of breakout talent potential, uh, people who you're gonna see in new this new hunchback. Um, oh my! Meaning going on. Never have I ever known that hunchbacks were that hot. You know, sure, <laughs> I, I you know I had so, uh, uh, young Frankenstein your, with my first. What's uh, your thing? Uh, you like feet? You boob man? Nah, son, hunchback. I'm yo. just saying, it's this. If you're really hot with a hunchback, you're crazy hot. <laughs> You're so hot, I'm not paying attention to your crazy Honestly. lollipop mouth, terrible <laughs> haircut, and your hump. Here's my favorite part. And then we could talk about either Witcher. Uh, we could talk more about uh, critics. We can do both. But the showrunner, who's gotten shit for a long time about this show, uh, Lauren S. Hisrich. Mm. She's awesome. She's taken all this fucking hate, thrown her way, and for the most part been like, just wait. Just wait till you see the series. Shut the fuck up and wait for the series. There's one thing that that production did that I don't agree with. There's a whole army where their armor kind of looks like dicks, and that was apparently like the designer's way of being like, these guys are cocks. I'm like, that's a bit on the nose. <laughs> but she, uh, the other day, December 21st, She's, you know, reading a lot of people are upset about this EW article. This was her response on the Twitter machine. Many people have sweetly written me upset about the Witcher reviews. Know this. Who do I care about? Professional, in quotes, critics who watched one episode and skipped ahead? Or real fans who watched all eight in one day and are starting their rewatch? I'm fucking thrilled. What a great go fuck yourself from a creator. I mm -hmm. just went on record saying, and, and I'll, I'll solidify my view, not to backpedal too much, but I think George Lucas made a huge error when he decided fans didn't matter. It was his property. He would release it however he wanted. But that thought is twofold. It is his creation. He was free to make the special editions. He was free to make Greedo shoot first. He was free to make, uh, on now the new version, Greedo says, like, Chumpa Loompa, 
when he dies. <laughs> All that he's free to do, where his arrogance came from, and the thing I'll always argue against, is that he decided, nope, the my vision is the definitive vision. You can't have your old version back. That's bullshit. Right, right. That's a creator well, drunk with power. That's the same guy who winds up having fucking ridiculous racist aliens in his prequels. What I do love, though, is I do love when showrunners and creators love the shit they're making. When they're passionate about it, that's great. Again, I'll go on record for the 85th time. Ghostbusters 2016 wasn't made for me. I don't think it was good. I'll argue with anyone because I just don't think it succeeded. But the fact that those people who made that film are proud of it and aren't just willing to be like, nope, everyone's right, we suck, is also impressive. Be Make shit you're proud of. Because then maybe I'll give a fuck what your opinion is. The, Lauren uh, Hisrich, fucking a really classy response to that bullshit review. As far as I'm concerned, a lot of people are saying like, oh, we shouldn't... Uh, we shouldn't um, call for this guy's firing i i think it should at least be a warning how are you going to review something without watching it i'll do it give me the job it, um, tag me in coach doing, you're not doing your job i i like i don't i sincerely don't i mean you know is there anything more to that story like oh i i was supposed to review this thing but i got my leg caught in a fucking you know in a meat grinder somehow down at the meat pass. No, he made his, I was just looking for the club. He made his opinion immediately. Called in his friend. His opinion, opinion being what that this is sucked. Trash. I'm not gonna I can, watch I it. I can. I can give but you. But I'm a, a reviewer. A, I can give you a little taste. Uh, uh, me, no, no, no. I, 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 that, I don't think that'll be necessary or particularly. Yeah, he said um, it was. He said it was to, boring. Curious, magic bullshit. He said the him and the and the the other reviewer who he tagged in. They said that the wig was distracting, that the story didn't make sense. Of course it didn't. You only watched one episode. Uh, they took, they really reveled in uh, mocking this, and they really, really loved disliking it. They just, it was their, it was their favorite thing to do, was to just take you, you a know piss what? right on it. I, I have to say that, and and granted, I, I know that. People have callings in in life. I I think that uh, people who are in the medical field, I I think that that's a calling. Um, people who are in the military, uh, we know for a fact that's a that's a, a calling. Like people are drawn to doing certain things with their lives professionally. That's almost like predetermined. Who is it? Like who are these people who are drawn to? Taking the piss out of the greater, you know, the the larger public. Is well, it that, is it that is, you're so un- stupid person's wit? They are you, think but that's I'm saying, like, are you so are you so unhappy with your personal situation that the only semblance of enjoyment that you can get from life is to is to do do honestly, like you know, we we joke about. Uh, and by we, I mean me. <laughs> Joke about like, oh, the zombie apocalypse. You know, when, I'm ready for it. Bring it on. But that's mainly because I'm sick of paying, you know, bills and fucking working every day. Um, but, um, you know, we also joke about certain things in um, The Matrix. 
uh, kind of <laughs> went went uh, left on us, and when they <laughs> inserted uh, vampires and shit like that into the Matrix. But y- you know what? I have to sit sitting here right now, talking to you, uh, hearing that story. Honestly, I think that fucking vampires uh, are real, and I think zombies are too because. <laughs> Fucking vampires, they don't feed on our blood. They feel on our fucking enjoyment. They feed on our uh, appreciation and love for things like, oh, this one, this one looks succulent and fucking knocks down our enjoyment and drinks it back. Fucking writes a shit review, not even having watched the thing that they're speaking about. What a fucking vamp. You know what? For for both of our listeners and Charlie as well, I wanna imp- I wanna Im- implore you. Let's start utilizing this terminology when we're talking about douchebags like this <laughs> who have the audacity to review something they didn't watch. These are fucking vampires. So the same way that people are casually throwing around boomer like it's an insult, um, let's start throwing away a fucking oh, okay vampire. Oh yeah, Ray was overpowered without having any. Okay, baby. I'll see you later. Um, and you know what? And I'm gonna go ahead and throw in zombies too because the fucking zombies that are out there are the ones that listen to the vampires go on and on and on and extol about all the fucking things that are wrong with the shit that we're supposed to like and then just nod dumbly in agreement with drool coming out of the mouth when they're really just thinking brains, brains. It's not that they want to eat them. They wish they had one of their own because they are a fucking zombie and they just go along with what the vampire says. Can I can I just bring up one thing that I don't feel like anyone on Twitter oh, or anyone else do. So so again, these two these two uh where I'm sorry for snarky assholes like this. We decided they're vampires or zombies. They're vampires, man. Charlie, you got to start taking notes, dude. I'm, I'm, I, I can't keep on going over the same material. All right, listen, that's my bad and I admit it. <laughs> so so Darren and Kristen who have done uh I found another article recently from them on Entertainment Weekly. Uh, this is back from December 5th. They did their 15 uh, favorite shows of the decade. So now at first, the reason I, I did some research, because I do consider myself a, uh, uh, a journalist when it comes to talking about this stuff. So I felt the need to do research, you know, read a couple articles, not just read half of one and make my decision. But these two, uh, if you had to take a guess, do you think these 30 shows they mentioned, do you think they took any uh, uh, interesting turns? Or do you think they just chose stuff that universally is agreed was great? If you had to take a guess. I mean, like I said, I am not a gambling man, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say they took the safe route. Community, Mad Men, The Good Fight, Atlanta, Everything that everyone oh. said was great. Would, you, There's would not... you dare say that it was fan service? <laughs> you know what? I fucking would. I'm going to get them some white wigs. But you know what really disgusted me? And what? I'm not. I'm going to leave out which of the two said it because I don't want someone assuming it's because of uh, a different thing. But one of them <sighs> talked about their number one show of the decade was The Leftovers. This is what they wrote about it to be honest i stopped watching the leftovers midway through season one though i was a fan of tom perot uh, perota's novel 
in which the world is traumatized with a sudden departure, a mysterious event, blah, 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 blah. The first season of the <sighs> Damon Lindelof created series felt grim and, of course, uh, but also hollow and nihilistic. But plenty of other people kept watching. And soon after season two began, the word of mouth praise uh, was deafening. My God, the leftovers, are you watching? Question mark. So you stupid asshole, you <laughs> have experienced your favorite show of the decade is a show that you didn't put in enough time to realize was great. I mean, you made a look, decision he... that was uninformed, <laughs> short-sighted. And ludicrous. Yeah, and now it's your number. And you learn fucking nothing? <laughs> so Look, what if he, you watch he, the whole fucking thing and when the timelines tra- converge, you realize, oh, what a Charlie. Uh, interesting way to tell a story. <laughs> I'm fucking fuming mad, John. I see that. I see that. I, I do want to ask. I mean, this this may seem like a, a outside left field. But when's the last time you were in the city? The last time I was in the city? Uh, yeah. Any city or just New York? New York City. A <laughs> uh, month and a half, two months ago. All right. Did you come across anybody, and, and you must have walked past a good solid million, million point two people uh-huh. on, that, on any given day. Did you happen to notice any one of them talking to themselves? Yes. Okay. Did you stop and listen to them and put any uh, importance on what they said? Did you write any of it down? Do you even remember it? I do not and did not and will not. That's where properly this nonsensical, dumb-dumb, anything that they have to say, speak, uh, speak, write, imply, gossip, whisper, or whatever, smoke signal, whatever... This is where you need to classify <laughs> this true. type of bullshit. Look, I understand people are that it's a, it's our privilege, and they are right, and they are responsibility to blah 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 until it's time to either shove some fucking food in your mouth or go to sleep. Um, I I understand we're obligated to hear ourselves speak. You know what? Start your own podcast. You can actually sit back and listen to yourself talk for for a lot of times an hour at a time. It's it's fucking great. <laughs> I can tell you from experience. But look, that doesn't mean that we are obligated to listen to it. Now I understand this person has a voice. Um, you know, this as a rather large entity has given them self worth in their opinion by paying them to spew it. Good for you. More power to you. Certainly, it's not something that I'm going to pay for because to me, that is absolutely outrageous. That is that is such a and you know what? It's almost like um, it's almost like the kid with the guilty conscience or better yet, you know, when you walk in the door and your dog isn't really there to greet you like normal. There's no wagon tail. There's no knocking shit over, trying to you know jump up on your on your lap. There's none of that. So you kind of have oh I I hope everything's okay. And you find them with their head hung low. They're staring at their paws, and you only have the one thought: you did something wrong. You fucking did something wrong, and now I have to go in and uh, and look for it. That's pr- pretty much what this idiot said by by declaring 
in the very opening of their review that they did not watch the particular thing they're reviewing. It's basically them staring at their paws because they know they done wrong. They fucking know they done wrong. That is not what your job description is to hear about a fucking show and report the what's being said about it by other fucking people you may as well become a weatherman and stick your head out the window and be like well it's raining right now so guess what folks it's raining what a dumb dumb piece of shit i just it 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 speaks to a larger problem to me just because i'm i'm seeing it all over the internet right now this obsession with like negative worst of lists these are the worst oh, 10 wrestlers yeah. of the year. First of all, it's the, first the worst. Thing. It's like what like all people care about is the fucking the the very most negative of the spectrum. Like and also it's but it's a perverse false shit is it's that. It's a false and that's the word. It's a perverse narrative because to be even on a worst of list, you had to have been known because the top 10 worst pro wrestlers list is never right, 10 right. people no one's ever heard of it's someone right, trying right. to shit on the miz steve mccracken sucks yeah who it's like steve you know who the worst pro wrestler is fucking charlie rivera no training <laughs> i've been in a ring once to get an autograph I, mean, I i came up with a fake name to kind of get that point across i was not trying to throw you into the bus <laughs> you just you just fucking hung your head dog dog but it's just like what are you gonna do with that knowledge other than like Why potentially the perverse, I mean, think about and again, this isn't me just taking a piss on it, but think about <laughs> Spider-Man on Broadway. Spider-Man, uh, Turn Off the Dark was the name of it. Had a lot of sellout shows because people had a morbid curiosity to see yeah. how bad it was. That's an outlier. That's the only time being a shitty human did something good because those performers worked their ass off. And while that show, I, mean, may, I didn't see the show. I, I, when I, saw I have it, an it alternate terrible. theory. Uh, I my theory is that people saw Spider Man on Broadway in very much the same way people go to see NASCAR events live. They are just really waiting they for the next. They just want a Peter to fall from the sky. <laughs> just, that is not just nice. Waiting for the next. I mean, I didn't do it. Don't blame me. I'm just. I'm calling a spade a spade. I, but but again, it just comes down to this idea of no one sees a worst of list and then go like. Unless you're going to find out for yourself, and that would be the only power of it. Worst movies. I'm well, not looking up a worst, because again, it's like he, The Room he, is the most popular bad movie ever, but it's popular. Right, right. So inherently, I'd argue, is does that make it bad, or is well, it? Well, no. I oddly I, I fucking think, entertaining. I think, <laughs> I think differently. I, I think that. People who have that that kind of like the the morbid the reason why you go to see like um, you know freak shows and things like that is because there there is an enjoyment to be had of it. Like I had I know of people who went to see Cats uh, in the movie theaters fully expecting it to be god awful and creepy and cringe inducing and and everything like that, and were were right. <laughs> and couldn't have been happier. They they went to see how to enjoy its badness, so to speak. But look, these vampires and the flocks of zombies that follow them. Patent pending, uh, trademark, uh, US Comics, uscomics.com, John Rivera. Um, I think that those people do not get... They're, they're, they're looking for their enjoyment. They're looking for their happiness. 
I don't think they're finding it. There's no joy for them. They're not even Skeletor. They're like fucking Beastman at best. <laughs> they don't get any joy from what they do. They just keep doing it. We have the responsibility to ourselves not to let that vampiric bullshit work. I say, bring on the garlic. Fuck a vampire. That's that's and that's how we're fucking ending that segment because that is time. Grab me my Blade One vest because the vest in yes. two three I didn't like as much, but I fucking <laughs> love that vest in one. Sharpen me up a couple uh, silver stakes and let's get damn. to work, sucker, mother trucker. For my brother, <laughs> the CEO of US Comics, I am the COO of US Comics. Call us John and Charlie Rivera because that is our names. Word. And we will see you next Comic Book Day. Happy New Year, mother suckers. Happy New Year. Right along with Geralt of Along came this song When the white wolf fought A silver-tongued devil His army of elves And his hooves did they revel They came after me With masterful deceit Broke down my loot And they kicked in my teeth while the devil's horns minced our tender meat And so cried the witcher, he can't be bleed Toss a coin to your witcher, O oh, valley of plenty O oh, valley of plenty, oh Toss a coin to your witcher, O oh, valley of plenty of the world, fight the mighty horn that bashes and breaks you and brings you to more. He thrust every elf far back on the shelf, high up on the mountain from whence it came. Wiped out your past, got kicked in his chest. He's a friend of humanity, so give him the rest. That's my epic tale. Our champion, Brevin, defeated the villain. Now, pour him some man.